I know Pastor preached this morning about, you know, the rapture of the church. And I believe tonight the Lord, I have another message too, but I think the Lord wants us to go this direction. Would you please pray for us tonight that, that the Lord will be able to deliver the message to everyone? We've got some prayer cards in the back by the clock. And if you, if you needed one, take one home and pray for us. And I, we encourage you. We've been there eight and a half years now. We would love to see some of you take mission trips and come to visit us. Thailand got great food, all right? And come, and we, we'll, we'll, we'll take you out, and we'll go get some song time. We'll go get some tom yam, and we'll, 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 we'll feed you. You're not going to go hungry. Come visit us. We will take you up in the mountain, and you will say, Brother Jay, I'm, I thank God that you are a missionary. I will not travel this road again without you. <laughs> Amen. Uh, we, some of the villages that we, we went to during the monsoon season, we, we say, folks, we'll see you all in the dry season because the road to get to them is very steep. Hmong people, I don't know why our people, the Hmong people, they love to live way up in the mountain like that. But that's the, they, they're like Iowan people. They like the cold weather, brother. So that's why they live up there. And in, in the lower land, a little, little bit hot, hot, it's hotter. So they like the cold weather for some reason. Amen. So the Bible, the Bible say here in Hebrew chapter 9, tonight I'm going to give you a message. You probably never heard this way. Or maybe you have heard it, but it's not. Uh, this way. So tonight I'm going to speak to you about the blood of Jesus Christ. It will separate us from the other religion because of the blood of Christ. See, religions say this, do, 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 do. You got to do this, do this, keep so many rules. But in Christ, God says, done. That's a different. And what's been done is in the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. Tonight, if we bypass the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ, if we bypass the virgin blood of the Lord Jesus Christ, the sinless blood of Christ, then folks, we waste our time coming here tonight. Our religion, and make, please excuse me, I call it religion. Christianity is not religion, nor born again is not a religion, okay? It's a relationship. Please understand that. Other people say religion this, religion this. Our type of religion is a relationship. When you get saved, you got born again into a family, and that's God's family. So tonight we're going to talk about the blood of Jesus Christ and... uh I get excited, okay? I get excited. I got a bum knee this week. I don't know why it's hurting. I may not jump through all this uh, seat, but I may jump somewhere. And because I get excited about talking about the Lord Jesus Christ, talk about my Savior, talk about how He came and died, and He Himself took my place. I get excited about it. So the Bible say here in. In Hebrew chapter 9, verse 18, we will read verse 18 to verse 22. And you bear with me. I don't speak the English language very well. I muttered it all the time. 
So please bear with me. The Bible says here in Hebrews chapter 9 verse 18, Whereupon neither the first testament was dedicated without blood. For when Moses has spoken every precept to all the people according to the law, he took the blood of the calves and of the goats and with water and scarlet wool and hyssop and sprinkled both the book and all the people, saying, This is the blood of the testament which God had enjoined unto you. Moreover, he sprinkled with blood both the tabernacle and all the vessels of the ministry. Verse 22. And almost, and almost all things are by the law purged with blood. And without the shedding of blood, there's no remission. Father in heaven, God, we thank you for the book, the Bible, the word of God. Lord, we thank you that one day the, the blood of the animals cannot atone our sin. But then you send your darling son, the Lord Jesus Christ, and he came into this world and he shed his blood. He sprinkled his blood on the mercy seat and God is forever atoned for our sin. And now Adam's hopeless and sinful race can come back to you and God would thank you for that. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen and amen. Now, by way of uh, laying a foundation in Exodus chapter 12, you don't have to turn to. I'm going to read it to you. We're going to lay the foundation why the blood must be applied. Why the blood must be applied. You remember that night when the death angel came. And the Bible said that if this, the blood is not on the top of the door and on both sides of the door, that family, the firstborn of that family, would die, including Pharaoh's firstborn. He died that night. Now let's read. The, let, let's, let me read the, the 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 this to you in Exodus chapter twelve, verse four, beginning verse four. It says, "And if and if the and if the household be too little for the lamb, let him and his neighbor next unto him his house take it according to the number of the souls, every man according to his eating." shall make you count for the lamb. Your lamb shall be without blemish, a man of the first year, a male of the first year. This is a picture of the Son of God would be born made of a virgin woman, virgin girl that would be born of Mary. And his blood. You, you realize that if Mary and Joseph were together and they have the Lord Jesus Christ, then like I said a little while ago, our, our religion would just be like any other religion. May I say this to you? If you have Buddha's house in your, in your bones, in your house, you are very good Buddha. And I'm not belittle Buddha at all. Buddha probably lived better, um, life, cleaner life than I, I, I would have. But, if you have Buddha's bone, brother, in your house as a Buddhist, you are a good Buddhist. If you have Sister Muhammad's bone in your house, you're a good Muslim. But church tonight, can I say this to you? If you have Jesus' bone buried somewhere, you are a bad Christian. Think about that. 
Our religion would be just be like any other religion. Brother Jay, why you picked on the non-religion? I already told you, apologize to you. I don't pick on other pieces of religion. The, the Bible said that Jesus said in John chapter 14, verse 6, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man coming up to the Father by, by me. When he sat on the throne judging, judging on the great white throne day, it will not be the other religious leader sat on the throne. It will be the Lord Jesus Christ sat on the throne, sit on the throne and judge according to the Bible has said that. Let's read a couple more verses. Your land shall be without blemish in the mayor of first year, and you shall be... You shall take it out from the sheep or from the goats. And if ye shall keep it up until the 14th day of the same month, and the whole assembly of the congregation of Israel shall kill it, and in the evening, in verse 7, and they shall take up the blood and strike it on the two side posts and on the upper door posts of the house, wherein they shall eat it. The Bible says, without the shedding blood, there is no remission for sin. There's no forgiveness. Why is, why is it that your religion is a bloody religion? Okay, in the Old Testament, God required the sacrifice that in each, each year when the high priest would go into the Holy of Holies once a year, he'll take He'll take the, 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 the cup there, and he'll take the blood, and he'll take the hyssop. He will walk into the Holy of Holy. When he went in there, he will strike, put the blood on the mercy seat of the Lord Jesus Christ. And imagine the, the, the Ark of Covenant would be about this size of, of this communion table. And on this side, there's a cherub, cherubim standing up, fold his wing like this, right in the middle. And another one stand on that side, do the same thing. The high priest will go in there and strike the blood right in between there. And if that blood was of uh, 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 righteous blood, if the, that the lamb blood had no blemish in there, the glorious kind of a God would dis- descend from heaven and would talk to the priest in that place. And it required the blood to Atone for the, the people. And tonight, can I say this to you? In, in Hebrew chapter uh, 7 verse 27 say, and 28 say this, Who need not it daily as those high priests to offer up sacrifice, first for his own sin and then for the, the people's. For this he did once when he offered up himself. Verse 28, For the law make a man high priest, which have infirmity, but the word of, of the oath, which was since the law, make it the son who is consecrated forevermore. In other words, the Bible said that when Christ strike his blood, put his blood on the mercy seat, uh, it's forever, child, child of God, can I say this to you? It's forever, we don't need the blood of animals anymore. 
Christ puts his blood on the ta- on the mercy seat. We are forever, when, when you bow your head and say, Lord, come into my heart on that day. When God look at you, look at me, and we saw sinner. But when God look at that, he saw the blood of his son, Jesus Christ. And he looked on that blood. He said, Bro- hey, Brother Dana St. Lawrence, he is as clean as he could, he could be. So if you, if you're born again tonight, Yours clean. And the devil will come, come to the father, will accuse you and say, look at so and so, look at Susie, look at Jay, so and so. He's not doing very well. And then, and then we will feel bad. But like, remember the, the devil came and accused Job about it? But the Lord Jesus would say this. He would say, hey dad, that's one of mine. He's being washed in my blood. Number one tonight. Number one tonight. The New Testament blood. The Old, Test- the Old Tem- Testament, this required the sacrifice of the blood too. But Jesus said this, this is my blood for you. It's for the New Testament. What, what is it for the New Testament See, the children of Israel, they rejected the Messiah. They don't want the Messiah. Now God has turned it around for the Gentile to get in there. And he said, here it is. This is my blood that was stamped for a new age, for a new time for, for the people. In Matthew chapter 28, verse 26, verse 18, say this, For this is my blood of the New Testament. Do you realize that Christ came, Jesus did not come to, to just to die for us. He came to fulfill the old law. He said, in the Old Testament, you have to do all this sacrifice. But now the New Testament is been done with it. My blood will be on the mercy seat. The blood for the New Testament. Number two, the shedding of blood. The shedding of blood. Hebrew chapter 9 verse 22 said this, And almost all things are by the, the law purged with the blood. And the, without shedding of the blood, there is no remission. There's no forgiveness. Christ must shed his blood. You realize that this blood has to be shed on the cross because God demanded in the Old Testament and the animal has to die, the blood has to be shed. Now God said, okay, you have done it for so long. Now I will offer my own son's blood on the altar for you. And if forever it was settled, I don't need it anymore, blood. He doesn't need it anymore because it's satisfied. That blood is satisfied. Not only that, not only the shedding of the blood, but this blood is so precious. It's precious blood. It's so precious that only God can provide it. The other blood, that the animal's blood is only temporary. Yearly they have to do it over and over again. Every year they have to do it all over again. But with this blood, this precious blood, is forever settled, heaven and earth... Do not need it anymore. Let me read you the verse. Precious blood. First Peter chapter 1 verse 19 said this, But where the precious blood of Christ as of the Lamb without blemish and without spot. Christ's blood is satisfied. When he shed his blood, God looked at it 
and he's satisfied. satisfied. He said, I don't need any more blood sacrifice. Do you realize that since, uh, since uh, 7 AD up to this point, there is no sacrifice? There's no animal sacrifice. There's no animal blood, blood drop on the altar since the day that Christ has died. Or you say, why the Jewish people, they, they should, they should still practice their religion. You know why? Because it's been done. It's been done. It's been done. Let's go on. Are we alright tonight, church? Let's get excited, excited a little bit. Number next, it's the washing of the blood. You say, well, Brother Jay, I see blood, I, I passed out. Well, I understand. Yeah. The washing of the blood. Revelation chapter 1 verse 5 said this, And from Jesus Christ, who is the faithful witness, and the first begotten of the dead, and the prince of the kings of the earth, unto him the love us, and wash us from our sin in his own blood. Brother and sister, I believe this with all my heart. The day that I nailed April 14, 1984, in my studio apartment in Chicago, between, uh, it, it was on, on, in the corner of Beacon and Wilson, in an apartment A, uh, 10. I nailed down, and on that day, Jesus Christ have washed me in his blood. And can I say this to you, church, tonight? The devil cannot have my soul ever since then. It's so sad that we teach, we went to the mission field, and some of our brothers, Christian brothers, they have not got this eternal security settled. They believe you can lose your salvation. They believe, brother, they believe that if you say something bad or you've done something bad, as a Christian, you will lose again. And you will have to go all the way to the end and start all over again and get saved all over again. That's not according to my Bible. According to that verse, you have been washed in the blood of Jesus Christ once and once since fall. The washing of the blood. Next one. The redemption of the blood. Redemption is redeemed. You realize that this morning I touched on it a little bit. Adam has sold us. All his children. You see, Eve was tricked. All right? The devil came to Eve and said, hey, do you not know, can you eat all, you cannot eat all the fruit in this garden? Eve said, no, 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 we can eat all of it except the one in the middle. And the devil said, um, Eve said, God said if we eat it, we'll die. The devil said that. The devil said, hey, you will surely not die. He got tricked. She ate it, and she brought it to her husband. And he felt so bad because he, he knew that he's going to die. Do you realize that Adam wanted to eat that fruit with his, both his eyes open? He made the conscious decision to say, I will die with you. Adam said, I will sell all my descendants and their soul to the devil. He took that. And God said, no, 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 no. You did that, but thousands of years in the future, my son will come and will redeem, will buy that back. 
will buy you back. You realize that tonight we all that have been born again, washed in the blood of Jesus Christ, we have been bought. Child of God, you have been bought with a price, and that is the precious blood of the Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. And you're not your own anymore. I'm not my own anymore. How dare Jay Chang would say, hey, I'm going to do what I want. Hey, look, before I got saved, I'm a broken rock and roll roller, all right? I grew up in the 80s, and the music is great. I love it. I love rock music. I'm going to grow up to be a rock star, man. But when I got saved, I threw all the, I got albums this thick, preacher. I mean, I've got, you name it, I got, I, I'm not a real headbanger, uh, hard rock, heavy metal rock, but the soft rock stuff, I love it. So I would keep my records in my house, and when I got saved, I went to the house, the preacher preached about my rock music, my long hair, and all that stuff. I went and I put on my knee. I broke all of them. And my cousin came home. He said, I'm going to play some music. He took one out. It's all pieces. He took another one out. It's all pieces. Hey, listen, I have no right to go back to live that kind of life again and say, I'm going to do, I'm going to live the way that I wanted to live. Because I have been bought with the blood of Jesus Christ. I've been redeemed, bought with the blood of Jesus Christ. That right there ought to get us to love God more, to love God more. Not only the the redemption blood, but the atonement blood. This is to pay for 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 our sin. In Romans chapter five, verse eleven, say this: and not only so, but we also join joy in God. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, by whom we have now received the atonement. God paid for that. Not only that, not only the atonement blood, but it's also a sanctified blood. This blood was sanctified and continued to sanctify us. In Hebrews chapter 3, 13, verse 12, say this, Wherefore Jesus also, that... The, that he might sanctify people with his own blood, suffer without the gate. Jesus sanctified us. Sanctified us means to set apart. You realize that when you got saved, you still live in this body. You still carry your own name, church. And you still wear the same old clothes. But brother, you look at the man on the outside. If you should see me on the inside, I have been changed. I have been redeemed. I'm a new creature. The Bible says, behold, old things have passed away. And behold, all things have become new inside here. We all, those of us have been born again, we have been set apart. Real pretty for God. He sanctified us. Not only He sanctified us, He justified us. We are just by the blood of Jesus Christ. We're just by the blood of Jesus Christ. And in Romans chapter 5, verse 9, and this, Much more than being now justified by His blood, we shall be saved from the wrath through Him. We'll be justified. What is justified? Somebody murder your wife. And you found that guy, and you kill him. That's justice. All right? That's, it's, it's justice. 
But the Bible said this. The Bible said this. Justify by his blood. God looked at you and he looked at you as though when you became child of God, you're born again, as though you have never sinned. Imagine that. As though you have never sinned. You have been just free. Freely. And some people say, well, Brother Jay, what, what, what if I have sinned? I cuss, I do, I do this. I bat-. That's when 1 John 1, 9 came in. 1 John 1, 9 is written to Christians. It said, if we confess our sin, he is just and faithful to forgive us and cleanse us from one sin, from all unrighteousness. As far as the east to the west, that's how much God forgotten about our, our, our sin. Do you realize that when we come to God and ask him to, for forgiveness, brother, God, God purposely erased it out of his mind and said, we have not, as we have not done anything wrong to him by the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. Let's go on. Justify blood. And then the blood that draw us near to him. Ephesians chapter, chapter 2 verse 13 say this. But now in Christ Jesus, ye whom sometimes were far off are made nigh by the blood of Jesus Christ. In the Old Testament, God chose the children of Israel to be his friend, his people. And they are still God's people. All right? And we have, we, you know, the Bible calls us Gentile dogs. The, the, the children of Israel like, have been taught, lived clean all this year, and the Gentiles are not even, not even welcome into the camp. They'll be welcome outside. They'll stay outside the camp. They cannot even go worship inside of the, of, of, of the, uh, of the camp there. They consider us unclean. But when God... Christ came and died for us. Now we can come close to God because of the blood of Jesus Christ. We Gentile ought to thank God more for that. And last but not least, the reconcile of the blood of Jesus Christ. Colossians chapter 1 verse 20 says then, In having made peace through the blood of his cross by him to reconcile all things Unto himself. By him I say, whether they be things in earth or things in heaven. God says, because Christ's blood. Can I, can I, can I get three men up here? Three men. You guys. Yeah. Three, you, three, three, you guys come up here. Pastor, will you be in the middle? Pastor's not God, all right? Amen. <laughs> oh, he's not Christ either. Nope. Okay, and this brother, he's not God either. We're just using an example. This is a sinner, all right? According to that verse, this is a sinner, and this is the Lord Jesus Christ. Now, if you don't get the message tonight, get this right here. This is a sinner, this is God, and this is Christ. At one time, we're so far away from God. But when Christ died, he shed his blood. He took Christ. He took the sinner's hand. Put it in God's hand. That's how 
we became a child of God through the blood of Jesus Christ, his son. And today we have a relationship with God because Christ came. He didn't have to come. You know, he said this. The foxes have holes. The birds have nests. The son of a man has nowhere to lay his head. You know why? The, the, the Lord taught me a less great lesson from that. Christ says this, brother. He said, I am so homesick. I have no home in this world. I'm going to go home. But because of you, I came and died for you. Sinner can go back to God. Jay Chang is nobody. He's just a dirty, low-down dog that deserves to go to the devil's hell. And God sent his son to die for me. That's how loving God is. Christ took the hand of sinner and reconciled, joined back together. Praise his name. Thank you, God. He did it all. We have not done nor have done anything to earn that. God did it all by himself. Through where? How did he do? Through the blood of his son shed on the cross. I think Christians ought to smile a little bit. <laughs> Instead of dragging on bottom, uh, trip on, on, on bottom lips, we ought to smile a little bit. Because, hey, church, not only are we a child of God now, guess what? Your feet and my feet used to go. We used to, we used Take us to places that is not even pleasing to God. But guess what? These wicked feet of mine, one of this day, mm, can I tell you something? It's going to walk on Gold Street, brother. Oh, my soul. Thank you, fellas. Because of the blood of Jesus Christ, his darling son. Let me ask you a couple, let me say a couple of things and, we're, and then we're done. Jesus is our atoner. Jesus is our redeemer. Jesus is our high priest. Jesus is the sacrificial lamb. Jesus is the forgiver of all sinners. Nobody is too sinful. For him to forgive. You know what the Bible says? Jesus came to seek and to save that which is lost. In order for a sinner to know that he could go to heaven. Is that you got to tell him that he is lost. And may I ask you tonight. Have you come to my Savior? Have you received him as your Savior yet? A lot of Christians. We all believe God. We believe this is a watch. Don't we? Do we believe this is a watch? Mm-hmm. And I'm going to give to this brother as an illustration. We got a lot of people here in churches, in our churches. They're believers, but they never have never received Christ as their personal Savior. If you have never received Christ as your personal Savior, hey, this is not uh, this is not heresy. This is not some off the wall doctrine. Let me say this here. The Bible says, as many have received him to them, gave them to become the sons of God. I'm going to give to this brother, and we believe this is a watch, right? This is a watch. I'm going to give it to him. What's he going to do? He's going to take it? 
What if he didn't take it? Did he still believe this is a watch? <laughs> he still believed this is a watch. You could believe by Jesus Christ all day long if you had never received him as your Savior. Open your heart and say, Lord, I'm a sinner. I receive you into my heart today. You are lost. Have you done that? Have you done that? When was the last time? Can you, if I were to ask you how you get saved, can you say one day somebody shared the gospel with me or somebody gave me a gospel track or I heard on the radio or preacher was preaching and I got con- under conviction. I came forward. Somebody took the Bible and I have received. I already told you April 14, 1984 at 2 o'clock in the afternoon. I, they shared the gospel with me. Somebody knocked on my door in Chicago. And they shared the gospel with me. I bowed my head and I said, Lord, at best I know how. I want you to come into my heart to be my, be my Savior. We got a lot of believers. We do not have people that have received Christ as a Savior. This is the message we preach, we teach in Southeast Asia. A lot of people say, oh, I believe God. I believe this. I believe that. I believe. Yeah, the devil believed too. And at the mention of his name, the devil trembled. Yeah, he's not saved. The Pope believed it. But does the Pope have received Christ as his Savior? I'm not bashing the Pope. The Pope is just as sinner as you and I. Man that born of a woman is a sinner. The seed of Adam. We're all sinners. Nobody's righteous. Every heart has bowed, every eyes closed. I'm going to turn over to preacher. But I would like to ask you a question tonight. If you're here tonight and you're not sure that you, you will go to heaven, can I say this to you? Do not leave this door till you get it settled tonight. Take one of us by the hand. I'll be more than happy to share the gospel with you, to show you. In five minutes, you can know for sure you go to heaven. And many other brothers and sisters in here, they will be able to do the same for you. If you're a Christian tonight, and like I said, I have stutter trying to get preached in an English language, in a language that is not my language. I think you understood it a little bit tonight. As you're, you're a Christian tonight, and the blood of Jesus Christ has bought you. Would you be willing to live for him? Would you be willing to go the extra mile to tell others about your Savior, the home that he's prepared for 2,019 years? Then one of this day, Pastor was mentioning this morning, that the dead in Christ shall, shall rise first, and we wish our life will be cut up to be together with the Lord in the air. Would that be worth it? When we see him face to face, we sang a song about it this morning too. Would you? Would you live for God? Would you be faithful to him? If you're not saved tonight, I would like to invite you to come. Preacher.